Let's head on over to the KRDO Newsline, joined by Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answers Man. It has been quite the year when it comes to our economic headlines. So what's the uh, largest takeaway that you have when it comes to 2022, Jordan? Well, clearly the biggest uh, headline of this year, Andrew, was the Federal Reserve being very aggressive with raising interest rates. They raised them seven times. Uh, we started the year pretty much at zero, and now we're at about 4.7%. Uh, uh, which is a big, big rise for a short period of time. Um, so um, that's going to continue in 2023. The Fed is trying to uh, tame inflation. Uh, they've done it a little bit. I mean, inflation had been over 9% or about June, and now it's about 7%, but it's still a long way to go from where they want, which is 2%. So I think we're going to continue to see Fed raising rates uh, well into 2023. And, of course, one thing it uh, did tame was the uh, housing market, which many people said may have needed it because it was so red hot for so long. It was red hot, and now it's red cold, or uh, blue cold, I guess you might say. Um, Yeah, a year ago, uh, because mortgage rates were about 3%, uh, people were uh, bidding on houses for over-asking price, and there were just big crowds trying to buy homes now with uh, mortgage rates at about 7%. Uh, the, the housing market has cooled off dramatically. Sales have dropped pretty much every month this year, and that's going to continue, I think. The housing market's going to stay cold uh, because mortgage rates are going to stay high, and people just can't afford to buy homes at these current levels. This is what the Federal Reserve wants to do, Andrew. <clears throat> they want to slow the housing market down, uh, and they're doing it by raising rates so dramatically. And, of course, another uh, kind of sector that really cooled down, at least from, you know, the talking point and hype that we uh, saw, especially during the beginning of the year, was when it came to uh, crypto. Things like, you know, definitely cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, NFTs, things like that. They're all kind of seeming to at least cool off, at least for the moment, right? Well, dramatically so, yeah. I mean, a year ago, all these things were hitting new highs. Bitcoin was like 65000 Now it's about uh, Uh, $16,000. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, were selling for millions of dollars now. They're pretty much worthless. High-tech stocks, Google and Microsoft and uh, Amazon, all those companies were doing really well. They're they're down 40, 50, 60% from when they were a year ago. SPACs, special purpose acquisition companies that were designed to come public with money and then buy uh, other companies, many of them have not acquired companies, and they've had to give the money back to investors. So all that hype we had in these high-growth areas a year ago has pretty much gone away. And what are people doing with their money? They're putting the Treasury bills. <laughs> Three-month Treasury bills are now yielding about 4.3%. Uh, you can get over 4% for a lot of different Treasuries. So that's a nice, safe place where people are putting their money instead of the high-growth, high hypey kind of things they were a year ago. Yeah, and, you know, is uh, part of that what uh, kind of leaded to, uh, you know, kind of a result of the downfall of FTX because we saw that and really, you know, talk about kind of going from a hero to zero in the course of 12 months, everything that uh, also involved uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, I'm going to nominate Sam Bankman-Fried as the rogue of the year uh, because uh, FTX had been the big exchange for all the cryptocurrencies. And uh, he basically stole a lot of people's money, billions of dollars, over $8 billion, uh, over a million investors. Um, He is pretty much bankrupt. He's going to go to jail, clearly, for the rest of his life. But uh, a lot of people are going to lose a huge amount of money. It it just took an enormous toll on the cryptocurrency market. It'd be kind of like the New York Stock Exchange going bankrupt in a week, which is what happened. One of the big exchanges in the cryptocurrency world turned out they were uh, uh, taking money from customer accounts 
and using it for private trading, just blatantly illegal. Um, he said he didn't know what was going on. He clearly did. Uh, he's under house arrest now for a $250 million bail, the biggest bail ever. Um, and I think he's clearly uh, – the two other top people at FTX have already um, uh, pled guilty. So he's clearly going to be found guilty and go to jail, but that's not going to help all the millions of people who lost huge amounts of money uh, in the FTX uh, ex exchange uh, bankruptcy. Now, you know, you hit on it a little bit at the very beginning that one thing we should be on the lookout for as we roll into 2023 is going to be some continued movement, uh, really, in that upward trajectory when it comes to interest rates. What else should we be on the lookout for in the new year? Well, how the whole Russian-Ukrainian war is going to play out. Uh, I mean, it was at the beginning of the year, we weren't expecting the war at all. Russia invaded, and we've been very surprised and, and pleased at how Ukraine has fought back. But it's still kind of a stalemate out there, and it's affecting oil prices. It's affecting food prices. Uh, it's, it's causing tremendous trouble, and that's going to continue. And I don't see any peace coming anytime soon, unfortunately, in that war. That's clearly one of the big factors that's going to affect how things work out in 2023. So what you're saying is that the economy might be a little bit more globally connected and not just a, a singular button on a desk over in Washington, D.C.? Very much so. I mean, you've seen the impact of the Ukraine-Russia war. Oil prices immediately shot up. Now they came back down again. There were food shortages around the world, and that's going to continue. Um, and uh, it's really hurt Europe very badly because their energy prices have gone up so dramatically. It's hurt their economies, really caused a recession there. So there's just wide impacts of that war, which is a completely needless war. There's no reason for Putin to have done this, but he did it, and it's really disrupted the world system. All right. Well, it's uh, been quite the year, and I'm sure 2020, 20, or 2023 will also have a number of highlights that uh, we will continue to track on a monthly basis. Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answers Man, if people want to get more or connect with you in the meantime, what's the best way to do so? Uh, my email is jordan at moneyanswers.com. All right, Jordan, we appreciate the uh, time, and we'll talk to you again next year. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it.